Welcome to the Limitless Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Tracy Hill. And I'm Jessica Midkiff, doctors of physical therapy and certified master neuro coaches. We have the unique system that puts an end to the start-stop cycle of your health by blending body and brain science to create sustainable, simple success in your body. Our goal is to help you put an end to the frustration and overwhelm in your health with a brain-based system that will transform your body and overall health one thought at a time. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Limitless Health Podcast with Jess and Tracy. This week, um, we are talking about the topic, what if I hate to exercise? Okay. And so, well, my mom, one person I know, she has said that many times, I, I just hate to exercise. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit more about like, well, what does hate to exercise really mean? What, mm-hmm. what are the thoughts that come up? What is it? Yeah. What is it saying? What are you, what are you saying to yourself around this? What if I hate to exercise? Um, you know, it's the beginning of the year and very commonly you've set some goals. Um, we're going to change something about our health and a likely part of it is, uh, including, some exercise, right? And exercise is good for our bodies. Why? Because we move our bodies for life. And so it makes sense to train our bodies for life so that we can move with better effectiveness, efficiency, um, with less pain, uh, with better success, you know, no, you know, avoiding injury, all these kinds of things. Um, And so as physical therapists, we look at exercise from a number of different facets. But let's talk more about this hating to exercise piece today. Okay, the first thing that comes up for me when I think about this hating to exercise is the exercise is a punishment. Like I think about my, you know, just growing up in sports and, you know, things like that. Exercise has always been used. And I even hear this with my kids of exercise is a punishment of, Mm -hmm. oh, you didn't you didn't run fast enough. You were late for practice. You didn't do something right. 10, 10 extra pushups, 50 laps mm-hmm. around the track, whatever. Like the aspect that it was, it's as young children, it is presented to us as exercise is a punishment for you not being good enough for you not measuring up. And man, like when yeah. I think about that, like I, I have some of those memories of being punished with exercise and how much I hated to do pushups and how much I hated to run. And you guys know I'm yeah. a freaking runner and it's kind of one of my happy places now, but that was used as a punishment. Yeah. Well, and- how about, I'm thinking about the, the, um, as kids, we were talking about the kids stuff and you know, that does like, we know as neuro coaches you know, our experiences in our younger life really frame our perspectives as we move into adulthood. And, and so that influences our behavior. So that instance of using exercise as punishment, right? Like, okay, this is what you, but how about the, uh, in PE for physical fitness, it was the presidential physical fitness test. And so, yeah, you know, you're competing against yourself. No, you weren't. You were competing against everyone else in the class. And then if you fail to like, you fail, you know, if you meet this, didn't meet the standard, well then, oh my God, then you're a failure. And so and then you're not, you're not an athlete, <laughs> like all the I mean, things uh, you're not good enough. Yeah. Like, wow. 
<laughs> I know. And I, and I 100%. Uh oh, we lost her again. Um, another thing that I'm thinking about is in childhood, and this is something that my kids have told me of that the push-ups. Okay. Push-ups can be challenging. And my kids have told me, no, the coach says that if I do them on my knees, they're not real push-ups. They're not good enough push-ups. And like, how much of a failure, like how much does that make you not want to do that activity when you're like, oh, I can't do a full push-up, but if I do it on my knees, then I'm cheating. Then I'm not doing it the right way. Then I'm not getting value out of it. And when in fact, and you know, this is one of our, our favorite things and like our special superpower is helping you see there is a time and a place for every exercise and there's no like good, bad exercise. It is the exercise that you are at today. And if that means push-ups from the wall, from your knees, on a bench, yep. up with your toes up in the air whatever it means to you, like mm -hmm. that is success. And there's just so many thoughts around this that, that we have of, well, I can't do it this way. I can't do it the right way. And so why even bother? Because I'm not getting the value yeah. out of it. And, you know, it's just yeah. all those negative emotions can bring up these thoughts of, well, I'm not good enough and I can't do it. So what's the point? Right. Yeah. How about rigid or very structured exercise? Like mm -hmm. it's, it's done this particular way and there's, you know, and it's in this certain flow, it's at this For certain this time. intensity. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I mean, exercise classes, and Trace and I have both been part of exercise classes uh, together, um, you know, interval training classes and, you know, with varying intensities, but there is a certain structure to that, that uh, if you are a personality type, that you could do that for a bit, but then you start to go, meh, I kind of want to do my own, you know, thing, or I, I don't feel like doing that today. And then you're like, well, then what do I do? Cause mm -hmm. right. If you're not part of a, of a structured program or have some kind of um, expectation about how the exercise flow is going to go, then you're like, what, what do I do? So, you know, either falling into this, it's gotta be rigid. It's gotta be structured in order for me to get results or well, you know, I don't feel like doing that. And then, and now what do I do? Like the whole question yeah. mark of like, well, what do yeah. I do now? Like you're part of, you know, an intense workout program that maybe you like, um, but you wake up and your body doesn't feel, your body's just kind of meh that day. And you're like, oh, I want to move my body, but I definitely don't want to do this because I just feel like that is not going to make my body feel good. Yeah. What do you do? And I, you know, we love to help people navigate through like there's different options and different seasons and exercise can look different. It can look different from day to day. Some days you want to hit it hard. Some days you want to chill, just kind of flow, just, you know, get your body moving, get the gunk out. And that's okay. But if you are stuck in this, this rigidity that it has to be a certain way every day, Otherwise, you're not making your goals. You're not, you know, getting where you want to go. You're not making that progress. It's going to feel really uncomfortable and kind of make you, I guess, maybe even resent exercise. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, up to an extent of I don't like doing it because I feel like I have to. We've talked about this before in a couple of episodes back of this performance piece of, well, I feel like I have to perform. And so if you always feel like you have to perform for your exercise, it can make it 
not enjoyable. Yeah, no fun, which is another reason why you might hate to exercise because you just might think, well, this is not fun. Well, we would challenge you to think that maybe you just haven't found the way that meets your body and your lifestyle um, at its best, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you might have think that, you know, exercise means you got to go running or you got to go to the gym or it's got to look this way. And that may not be the case for you. So then if it's no fun, I mean, are you really going to be inclined to find a way to exercise? No, you're going to avoid no. it. Or the yeah. person like my mom, I said early when I was opening up the podcast that um, I've heard my mom say that, you know, she may not say the word hate. She might temper it a little bit like, well, I just don't care for it. <laughs> but really what she doesn't care for is the association with sweating. She does not mm -hmm. like to sweat. Like she legit does not like to sweat. She doesn't there like are a, sweating. Yeah, there are a lot of people yeah. who do not like to sweat. Yeah. And so if you think exercise means you got to sweat, you got to huff and puff and blow the house down. Um, your lungs have to burn, your muscles have to burn and, and your mind is burning with all sorts of, you know, negative energy thoughts, it, grueling thoughts. Well, cripe, I, I wouldn't want to exercise either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think about one of my favorite patients that I had in the clinic, you know, one of those repeat people, and I just adored her, but she, she would use the word, I hate to exercise. So I would look at her and I'd be like, all right, it's time to play our games. Like I had to use those words to her. And, and you know what? That worked for her. I'm like, Susie, we're going to play our games today. And we would play, but we would move and we would reach and we would, you know, just do fun things that got her moving and making her body feel good and getting her strength still and getting her the results. Like that's, I think that's just so powerful to say, okay, call it whatever you want. Call mm -hmm. it movement, call it, you know, purposeful movements is a word that Jess likes to use and exercise, whatever you want to call it. That's fine. What is it about moving your body that, what does it bring you? I think that's the biggest thing, like this movement piece, how do you feel when you move or, or have you found the type of movement that actually makes your body feel good? Because yeah. it should feel good. Like it shouldn't feel like, oh, I hate every freaking second of this. I, you know, I'm angry doing this. I'm stressed. I feel like I just have to get through it because mm -hmm. that's not going to be fun. Like, of course you can't stay consistent when it's just, oh, I'm just going to plow through, put my head down, force myself through and get through it. Or is it, man, I really recognize how my body feels, how much more energy I have. Um, and you start to see, because then you can be consistent. Then you mm -hmm. start to see and feel the results that you want. I mean, yeah. that's powerful without it being this Oh, I freaking hate this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really key in this conversation we're having today is, is asking yourself you know, about the exercise piece. So if you hate to exercise, well, why is exercise or purposeful body movement or moving your body or training your body for life? Why is that important? Mm -hmm. Because maybe it's just not important to you. And then you can justify not doing it any which way you want to. And then you're not the person that we're speaking to because you're not at the headspace. You're not, you're not ready to take on training your body or exercising for it to benefit you. Right now, it is a negative association and it just, you, you don't see the value in it. And in order for you to really benefit 
uh, from exercise or moving and training your body is that first you need to decide why it matters and what, why is it important to your body and to your life and to your health? Totally. Cause if it doesn't matter, I mean, you yeah. might say it matters. You might say, yeah, I want to exercise. I should exercise. I want to lose weight, but really getting it to resonate of the importance and the value that it brings your life, not the value that it brings your 20 year old self, not the value it brings the Instagram model who's just kicking it and busting it every day, but the value that it brings you, does it make anything easier throughout your day? Does it make it easier for you to you know, do chores around the house? Does it make it easier for you to sit at your computer desk and not hurt and feel stiff and run down? Does it make it easier for you to do the yard work and unload the groceries? You know, these are real life things that we, we take, you know, we take for granted of, oh, they're just life, but they are moving your body. And so mm -hmm. wouldn't you like to move your body and do real life feeling confident, feeling strong, not feeling like, oh, if I do this, like, I really hope that my body is not going to break down. Um, I, I don't know if I can do this. And having that piece of strength and confidence in your body because you trained in a way to do it, that's that's really important to connect the pieces of, okay, it's, this is not just me exercising and grueling in the gym. This is me moving my body so that I can do life, so that I can perform better, so that I can feel better, so that I can do the things that I need to do, that I want to do throughout my day. Yeah, I think that is a huge, huge piece um, to you wanting to show up and be consistent. Um, another thought that I had around the hating to exercise could be um, like the failure piece. Um, we, we, we touched on it, but I'm, you, know, you hate to exercise because every time you start on an exercise program, again, you want to exercise because you know it's you're going to feel healthier or it's going to help you lose weight or it's going to help your stiffness and be able to go to um, the theme park and get into the, the crazy rides without your hips and back hurting. So you've got some association of why you want to do it. But dang it, every time you set out and you start, you're, you're on a program for a while and then life happens and then you fall off the exercise wagon. And so that lack of consistency over the long haul then reflects failure. And so, well, I hate to exercise. I hate to start another exercise program because life always ends up getting messy and then I stop. And I, I, mm -hmm. our, our, the women that we have worked with, they, I mean, a lot of them have battled that exact thing. And that's something that we, we help navigate through on our coaching is that, that mind piece around, okay, life is going to happen. Yeah. Consist consistency can happen, but it doesn't mean it looks exactly the same every day and giving yourself permission, right. To understand what that is. And then I mean, our, our famous phrase is adapt and shift on any given day. Totally. Because if it's just about the weight loss piece or whatever, it's going to feel really, it's going to feel really hard. And you are going to feel like a failure on those days that it doesn't go well. Mm -hmm. And we want to help you feel successful and get clear on why does this even matter to begin with? Um, you got me thinking about um, one of my friends and I've worked with her over the years in helping her move her body better, but she she took my kids the other week to um, her son. Her son's at a pilot 
And so they went into like these tiny little like two seater planes Mm -hmm. and she's showing my kids the planes and she's a tall woman. And she was like, the whole time I was at that and that plane, Tracy, I kept thinking about you and how you have taught me how to move my body and how to bend and shift and crouch in this tiny little plane. And she's like, you know, I don't care about I'm 50, whatever years old. And I don't care about like, am I going to look super hot and be like the most muscular person? I don't care about that anymore. But what I do care about is being able to enjoy these moments with people that I love. Like she adores my kids and I, I love that. And I want to be able to move and play and enjoy. Like what does movement bring you? Because it's bigger than just putting on the hot muscles and the bikini and, you know, putting on some sort of show. It's so much bigger than that, that what does it bring you and who does it serve? You know, who does it serve and who does it help when you are moving well and feeling strong, moving your body. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a game changing thought piece right there. Thinking outside of the, the, the physical things that of course as humans, I mean, of course we want to look nice. We want to have toned muscles. We don't want to have our, you know, flabby bat wings or our, our chunk of dunk around our bra straps or, you know, the muffin top around our waistline and all, you know, the saddlebags, like all the words that we have. Um, yeah, we would rather not have them, but even if you did have them and you felt strong and you were able to bend and reach, and like I say, get into the little, the little, um, you know, theme park rides or whatever, and you still felt good, um, that can also change how you look at yourself. So even though if you have some of those quote unquote physical body undesirables, I mean, they can't be everything anymore. In our twenties and thirties, they were more important, but gosh, life goes on and it evolves and changes. And we've got so much more to do and so much greater responsibility than worrying about our waistline. I mean, at least that's what I believe. And so, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the exercise at health movement piece. That's going to stick. That's going to stick yeah. into your forties, your fifties, your sixties, your seventies, all of these things, because it's about how do you want to feel? Like we mm-hmm. will keep going back to this. How do you want to feel? And does exercise have to look, does it have to look the same as when you were 20? Um, whatever, you know, whatever decade you are and your goals are going to shift, your desires are going to shift. And so your exercise piece should shift with that. What do you love to do? Like, what are the things that you love to do? Is it dancing? You know, that's fine. Is it hula hooping? You guys know I love to hula hoop. (laughs) And so finding that thing that makes you smile, that makes you feel confident and successful in your body. And you know, take yourself back to being that person instead of this grueling, grinding, yucky feeling of exercise. What does it bring you? How do you want to feel? And what do you enjoy and why? Yeah. Yeah. Why does it matter? Because we all know like, oh yeah, eating well and exercising are good for our health. Okay. Logically speaking, everyone knows that. Everyone knows that that's not going to, that's not enough to change your behavior. If you want something different in your health, that's all we're saying. Mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. This is, and this is what we do. So if you guys are like, what the heck do you guys do? And what is coaching with you guys look like? These are the things that it looks like is helping you stay consistent and navigating through the ups and the downs and the rodeos and everything in between and the blocks and the, mm -hmm. I don't want to do it. Like, oh, I don't like this particular form of exercise anymore, but I, that's all I know. What else can I do? And, you know, certain seasons call for different types of exercises, but if you don't know how to make those shifts, it can feel really hard to adapt. And that is, that's our mission is to help mm -hmm. you feel successful in your body with your exercise, your movement piece through all of those seasons and help you find the key for your success and your consistency. And so um, we would love for you to get coaching with us. But if you're like, I just need a flavor of this and I'm just, you know, it's already the second weekend of January and I'm already struggling with consistency, mm -hmm. get into our free consistency challenge. Um, it's starting in two weeks now, I believe. Two weeks. Yeah, I, I think it's you. Um, so we'll have all the info to that below. And that is going to walk you through these blocks and help you get clear on what matters to you and really defining and understanding why this health, why this exercise movement piece even matters to you. And so yeah. make sure to get in on that. So the, um, the link will be in the show notes below. Yeah, yeah, we're excited about it. And we would, we would love for you to be there because if you're struggling with consistency, there's a reason why, and we want to help you mm -hmm. dig into, okay, well, why is, why is the consistency a struggle bus thing right now? Let's talk it through mm -hmm. and let, let's figure out what's going on behind it and help you navigate yep. that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay. What are you loving um, this week? Oh, well, before we got on to the podcast episode, we were both talking about um, our need to go grocery shopping. <laughs> and how many times have you like you you know you need to get groceries but the but the the day is a rodeo and so then you end up not doing it one day and then you push it on to the next day and then it's oh. do or die on the next day you know like the uh oh. um but one thing that has saved me and I think I have said this before but Instacart I N S T A oh, I know you use that a lot huh and they keep adding stores to it but basically they outsource like the stores outsource people that will come and be your personal shoppers and then deliver it to you at home and I wish to the lord above they would have had this when I had Landry and then baby twins at home and I had to push, <laughs> you know, like push two carts, one in front and pull the other one behind me um, and have Landry on her leash with, you know, oh, you know, like it was gosh. just crazy, but um, Instacart. So you just like, so Costco is one of the places that we get our Instacart orders so you can get your bulk stuff. And plus it saves me money because I don't go into the store and see all the crap that I don't that I think is cool. Yeah. So Instacart guys, yeah. check it out in awesome. your, in your neighborhood. Yeah. Yep. I know you use that a lot. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well on the shopping, mm -hmm. I have made the switch from Costco to Sam's club. All right. And I have never been happier. First of all, Sam's club is closer to my house. So it's, it's definitely making it more convenient for me. So that makes me happy. Um, but check this out. They have an app. So I go on my Sam's club app. And as I shop, I scan the things that I'm buying. And you guys know Costco, Sam's Club, like you can rack up three, 500 bucks, like in two seconds, right? Mm -hmm. um, so here I am, I'm scanning on my app. And you know, if you add kids to Sam's Club or Costco, like that adds, oh, yeah. just add another $100 to your bill. Yep. <laughs> um, so now Minimum. I scan a, 
So it's called scan as you go. So I scan it on my phone, just boop, boop, boop. If my kids are with me, they like to scan it. So I see in real time how much I'm spending because it's really easy to get sucked in and mm -hmm. I can reel myself in and I can be like, whoa, 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 hang on. Nope, nope. We're not getting that today. Like we are over, <laughs> you know, if I have my budget in my head of what I want to spend, nope, we can hold on that. We don't need it, need it. Um, so I can see in real time what I'm buying. And then this is the best part. I just click the button. I swipe my phone and I pay. And on my way out the door, I show the little person at the door, my phone, and it has a little QR code and they look at my receipt and they check me out and I leave. I don't have to go in line. I don't have oh to. Oh my gosh. I don't have to get my credit card out. Nothing. Best oh thing ever. Now, you know what? I wonder if Costco has something like that because I mean, they would have to keep up with Sam's. That's, I that's pretty feel, dang convenient. I would yeah. feel like they have to. And the reason that I did get the Sam's Club membership was because they had a group on. I think they have the group on right now that it was basically a free membership. So I was like, well, I'm going to try it because my Costco membership was expiring and yeah. I've never been happier. Well, I, so mean, that's, the, that's I mean, yeah, those conveniences, guys, my goodness conveniences gracious, of the shopping, like Ooh. for a mama to get in and out. Um, yep. I don't have time to shop, but we need yep. to in my house. So I'm going shopping point, today too. point and click from home <laughs> and then have your little personal shopper drop it at the front door. Either way, guys. These are things for your health that, you know, making your life more convenient to give yourself more time so that you yeah. can move your body or, you know, nourish your body better. Yeah. Win it. Less Do stress. It. It's okay. Stuff. Less stress. Less stress is part of your health. So there oh, you go. Yeah. Okay, guys. Right, guys. Um, again, our consistency challenge is starting soon. So make sure to stay tuned. Um, and we will see you next week. Okay. All right. Bye. See you guys. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Limitless Health. Our hearts are to provide you with realistic, relevant, and simplistic solutions for sustainable success in honoring your body and health, even when your schedule's packed and life feels crazy. Our desire is to shift your belief towards the possibility of your limitless health, whatever that looks like in any season. But what really gets us excited is connecting in real life and learning how we can support your unique health journey. So head on over to our Facebook community, Hardwired for Health, where we will continue the conversation online. And of course, we would be so grateful if you tagged us on social media, wrote a review or shared this with a friend. Here's to you discovering your limitless health.